What's up, everyone? Happy Valentine's Day. Today, I'm going to tell you how I met my wife. Welcome back to another episode of the Heart of a Lion podcast. I'm your host, Jay, and if today is your first time tuning in, then go ahead and hit that follow. Go ahead and hit that subscribe. You can listen to this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, Our Heart Radio, and YouTube, as well as a few other places. And you can also follow me on Instagram at H-O-A-L podcast. Again, that's at H-O-A-L podcast. So again, happy Valentine's Day. If you're going out today, I hope that you have a great day, that you really enjoy the day. If you are single and looking to mingle, then fellas, I hope that you find you a Taylor Swift who will stand beside you no matter what. And that for all your successes and failures, people will always look at her to see what her reaction is going to be. And ladies, I hope that you can find you a man like Usher who will always manage to find a way to touch and feel up on other women. I am 100% joking. Do not find anybody (laughs) like that. Um, Find somebody that the Lord leads you to. Fellas, find you a Proverbs 31 woman. Ladies, find you a man or allow yourself to be found by a man who is going to love you like Christ loved the church. Uh, (laughs) Do not follow the world standards at all. Just trust that the Lord has his best interest at heart for you. But uh, let's go ahead and get right into it, shall we? Um, I should call this part one and part two. And hopefully I can get my wife on a podcast one day and she can tell she can either tell her side of it or we can tell the story together, which I think would be fun. Um, Yeah, I think it'd be fun. So if you've never heard the story before, either because you don't know me or because um you just haven't heard it or you haven't followed my youtube channel um you can follow me on youtube at jay highsmith um but yeah if if you if you've never heard this story then it's a fun story that i like to tell my wife always says that i tell the long version and she tells the short um where she tells what needs to be said and i'd like to tell all what what (laughs) all what happened um but it is what it is let's get right into it so um we actually met in april of 2014 and uh but prior to that prior to our initial meeting uh i I say i want to say it was january or february of 2014 and there was uh, a couple of friends that we had well it was a friend of mine and a friend of hers who was dating at the time um and they were trying to play matchmaker with us you know she um i was friends with the girl she was friends with the guy and, you know, she sent me pictures of her, um, uh, of my wife, um, asking if I was interested. And she was definitely very cute. She was gorgeous. Um, and they sent her pictures of me, um, whatever. And, you know, just playing the matchmaker game. And um, they, they did a great job of talking her up. And they told me that she was the youth leader of, her, of the ministry of her church. Um, at that time, I was the youth leader and uh, youth pastor at my church. And um, they told me that she was having an event coming up at her church and invited me to go out there um, so that way I could officially meet her. Now, I had my reservations about this whole thing, not anything to do with her at all. Um, there was nothing uh, wrong with her. It was just 
I didn't like the idea of going to church to meet somebody. Now, I'm not saying you can't meet somebody at church. Like, I think there's nothing wrong if you're at a service and you happen to meet somebody. I just didn't like the idea of going to meet her because I felt like my focus should have been on God and not on her. But, you know, needless to say, um, I ended up not going. And it was crazy because where her church uh, was at that time, where I lived at that time, I could literally walk to her house and it would take me less than five minutes. But again, I just I wasn't feeling it. So I opted out and decided not to go. Um Again, I just want to stress that there's nothing wrong with meeting somebody at church. This is just how I felt for me. Um, but a month or so later, I had started going to a Bible study that a childhood friend of mine had invited me to. Um, and he had been inviting me to this Bible study for a while. I just, for whatever reasons, I hadn't gone. Now I was in a position and had the opportunity to go. So I was like, let me go to, I'll, I'll check out his Bible study because I was in a class somewhere and the Bible study was on my way home. So I was like, perfect. I'll just go on my way home. What I didn't know um, was that uh, my wife at that time, or we weren't even dating at, at that point, but at that time she was also in the same Bible study. Um, we were, because she, my childhood friend was a mutual, also a mutual friend of hers because they went to college together. So when I started going, she was not there because she was away at college, but her sister and her best friend were in the Bible study. I just didn't know that there was any type of connection. Like I would see them, but I didn't know that they were connected to her. And um, some time goes by, um, fast forwarding a little bit into April. Now, this part will be important later, but I will come back to it and I'll explain why it's important. So April, I'm hosting an event in my church. It was an open mic, an open mic night called the Sound Lounge. And it was the first event like this that I was hosting. Um, but the whole the whole purpose of it was um, was done in effort to bring young adults from all over the area together to display to display talent as well as to have a good time. You know, to get different young adult groups in the area to come together. You know, I think a lot of times in church we feel like we can only do things at our church, but we're not we're not always willing to expand outside of our horizon or expand expand outside of our little group. So it was done in effort to bring others together, and man, we used to have a great time. Um, but little did I know that. Uh, I'll just say her name, Chanel. <laughs> Little did I know that Chanel was at this event. So at the at the end of the event, she came and gave me a hug and everything. And I just didn't know who she was. And for me, it was probably because like there was so much going on that night. and It was my first event, but I had no idea that she was there. Um, a few days later, it was my birthday. And then a couple days after that, um, we were at Bible study again. And after Bible study that night, my childhood friend came to me and asked me if I was going to IHOP. And if I was, could I give a ride to Chanel and her friend? And at first I'm like, why are they asking me? <laughs> you know, it was like, I, not that, not that they couldn't ask me, but one, I had never gone to IHOP with, with the group after Bible study before. And two, I, I had never had conversation with her or her friend before. So I'm like, why are they asking me? But I was like, whatever, you know, I, I was like, sure. Um, I ended up you know, going to IHOP. We had ended up having a great time. I remember back then we were talking about some big movie that was coming out. I can't remember what movie it was. Um, anyway, that, that part's not important. Um, so afterwards, I gave them a ride home. And 
it wasn't until we were on on the way to drop them off that I realized that this is the same girl from the pictures. This is the same girl that they were trying to hook me up with before. Now, she remembered, but I didn't. Um, and we acknowledged the situation, but we didn't pursue it. We didn't pursue anything from there. We just acknowledged it like, okay, it was what it was. Um, I know who you are. You know who I am and whatever. And we became we became good friends after that. You know, we started hanging out all the time, um, in which I'll say as far as the friendship goes, I don't know. I really don't remember if I put a lot of stock back into it because um, I'll say from like 2000. Eight nine through like fourteen, like I it was it was not uncommon for me to befriend a friend group and get immersed into a friend group or into immersed in a a, a group of young adults and hang out with them for a while and then kind of like go on my way after a bit, but like still come and hang out from time to time, but like kind of go off and do my own thing, whatever. So, but that was not the the case with this situation. Like I, I started hanging out with her, started hanging out with her best friend. Um, started hanging out with her sister and we just all became really close and I just, <laughs> I, I didn't, I didn't stop hanging around them. I, I kept hanging out. And um, at the end of April, at the end of that April, that same, that same year, um, she had an event at her church. And man, when I tell you, <laughs> when I saw her that night, it was just something about her that stood out. Like I knew that she was beautiful before, but it was something about her on this particular night that just stood out even more. And um, a, a, as well as the fact that she looked, that something about her stood out that night that made her stand out more to me. That, that, did that even make sense what I said? As, as well as the fact that she looked even more beautiful that night. Um it was the way that she worshiped God that night. That's what really opened my eyes and allowed me to see her deeper. That's what really opened my eyes and allowed me to see like, man, I really could see her as my wife. I'm not saying that God told me that this is my wife at this point, but like I could see her as my wife at this point. And my feelings changed after that. And I didn't know how to approach her. I didn't know how to tell her because, you know, I wasn't, I, I didn't grow up as the type of guy who just like, go talk to girls. I didn't, I, I was never taught <laughs> how to have those conversations. And I just, I grew up the friend type. I grew up like out, like let, let's be friends before anything else. You know, I, you know, that's how I, that's essentially how I had all my relationships was being friends with them first, as opposed to, Hey, yo, let me go talk to this girl. Let me try to holler at her. Like I was never that type, but anyway, um, so that was the end of April going in towards the end of May, you know, we're still friends. We're, we're still developing this friendship. Um, at this point, it's a group friendship and both her and I are going on two different trips. She's going on the, she's gone to the Philippines with a school trip and I am going to the Bahamas. Um, uh, me, uh, a friend of mine and a couple of his friends. And before I go, I, I just feel it weighing on me heavy to tell her how I feel. Mind you, at this point, she's already gone. But it's it's weighing on me heavy to tell her how I feel. And I'm like, man, and I just I, I need to wait until I get back. But I, I, can't, I can't. I just need to get this off my chest. So I sent her a very, 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 very long message on Facebook Messenger. <laughs> just getting off my chest how I felt. Again, she's in the Philippines. Um, and you know, she responded with, you know, thank you for telling me how you feel. Um, you know, can we talk about this when I get back, whatever, da, da, da. And we did that. 
So I'm back from my trip. She's back from her trip. And we met and she and we talked and she told me that she didn't feel the same way, um, <laughs> which, you know, it is what it is. Right. You know, she told me she didn't feel the same way. She told me that there were some reasons why she didn't feel the same way or why she didn't feel a certain type of way about me. But she didn't tell me what those reasons were. And um, I because I did. I definitely asked. But she said she didn't tell me because she didn't want me to then do those things in order to get her. She wanted um, essentially looking back at it. It was, you know, if those things change, then, you know, it was a God thing and not a me trying to get her thing. So um, to say I wasn't disappointed would definitely be a lie because I definitely was disappointed. Um, but I didn't feel re- I mean, I was rejected. But I had peace in that moment as well. And prior to this moment, anytime I had been rejected, I definitely felt some type of way. Um, but again, I did not I didn't feel um, rejected in the sense of being hurt. I definitely had peace and we remained friends and, and only became closer, you know, to the point where we talked often. You know, of course, I still had feelings hurt with, uh, for her and wanted something more. But I respect her. I respected her and I never pushed the issue further. You know, we again, we only became closer. We talked often. Um, I actually ended up dating somebody else for a short period. and She had interest in uh, in, in other guys. And um, that, that's that's what it was. And fast forwarding into 2015. Now we're still friends, still getting closer, still hanging out all the time. Not it's typically like not just her and I. It's, it's always like a group of us, you know, hanging out, doing whatever. And um, it's Labor Day weekend, 2015. And we had gone to a Christian house party. Um, if you've never been to a Christian house party, it's uh, it, it's, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. It was really, it, all it was was just Christian music, you know, people having a good time, um, the dancing, freestyling, um, and whatnot. It was a great time. And uh, I think it was like a four or five, no, four of us that, that went that night. But the following week, um, this is where things start to take a turn here. So the following week, she invited me to a Bible study in Maryland. And this time it was just us. I'm not thinking anything of it because, again, we we built up this great friendship. Um, so I wasn't thinking anything about it being just the two of us. Um, however... Once we were there, I won't say once we were there, but after some time of us being there, I noticed this guy who was like the way he was looking at her. And I noticed the way she was looking at him. And then after a while, I began to notice and remember that this guy was at the same party last week. Now, mind you, at at this point, she hasn't told me about any guy because we used to have these conversations like tell, like talk to each other about being interested in people, whatever. Um, but she never mentioned this guy to me. So <laughs> I realized that that I, I've been set up or I've been bamboozled because she invited me to go to this Bible study only because she knew that this guy was going to be there and she didn't want to go by herself. And, man, I felt I felt like such a fool <laughs> after this. After this, I was like, man, I am done. Like, I am done, 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 done. Um, and we were still friends, but I fell off a bit with how how frequently I talked to her. And I, I like emotionally at, after that point, I was just like, I'm I'm truly like I'm good on that. Um, 
a month and a half goes by, and now we're out celebrating a friend of mine's birthday. Shout out to Myron. Uh, we're out celebrating his birthday, and it's a Saturday night. And it's nearing the end of the dinner, and her and I are sitting and talking. Well, more so me talking and her listening. And I was just telling her where I was with things at that at that point in my life, like how how I viewed things, where I was, not in relation to her, but just where I was in general and where I was in my relationship with God or whatever, da 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 And the next night we were all hanging out again. I remember I left earlier than she did, and she texted me when she got back home. And as we're texting, she says two things to me that were very key. The first thing that she says was, what if my what if my husband was right under my nose the whole time? And I'm just like, what? (laughs) Like what? Okay. I was like, maybe you never know. And then like, we both love arts, uh, Utz barbecue potato chips. And she says to me, yeah, if we were married, we would have cabinets full of Utz barbecue potato chips. And I just hit it with a, you know, LOL. I say, yeah, that would be funny. And I just, like, I didn't feed into it at all. I didn't feed into it at all. And I just remember saying, Lord, if this is what this is, if this is what I'm thinking it is, please make it abundantly clear because I do not want to think or feel anything other than what I should. Like, if I don't want to feel anything more than what I should in this situation. So if this is what this is that I'm thinking, then please make it abundantly clear. Because I always told myself, like, I'm a, I'm the type of person that cares cares a lot and I love hard. You know, so I always told myself that if any person that, you know, that I had ever in any form or fashion had tried to pursue, if I was rejected, I'm going to respect that wish. But, Lord, you're going to have to make it abundantly clear because I don't want to... <laughs> <laughs> they, you're going to have to make it clear through them because I'm not out here chasing after anybody that, that, that tells me they don't want to be chased. And not to say that I was chasing a bunch of women because that's not what it was. Um, I'm just stressing that I needed the Lord to make it clear to me because I didn't want to give my time, my attention, energy or emotion to anything that the Lord wasn't calling me to. So um, the next day, uh, the next that that next day was Monday morning. She calls me and leaves me a voicemail, and I'm like, "What?" Like she, it's not rare for her to call me, but it is rare for her to leave a voicemail because she wasn't that type of person. And she left a voicemail for me to give her a call back. So I was like, "Oh gosh, here, <laughs> okay, Lord." Um, I called her back, left her a voicemail, and then she calls me back and she tells me how she feels, and I'm just like, "Okay, okay, well." Thank you for letting me know. I I appreciate that. I I need time to process this, um, and, which is true. I, I mean, I needed time to process, you know, everything that she said, um, because I was like, man, like this is what I was, this is what I wanted then, and this is what I was believing or hoping could happen, and here we are. But how do I like? How do I move forward with this? Like, Lord, is this your will? So I was like, okay, I just need some time to, to process this, time to think about it, whatever. That same day, my car was totaled. My car was parked outside the house, and somebody hit it and totaled it. So that being said, like, I wasn't thinking about nothing else. <laughs> I was out of my car. I was so distraught. I was like, why? Mind you, my car was old. It was nine years old. But I also wasn't trying to go out and buy a new car. I was very content with the car that I had. So... Um, I was distraught. One thing about nothing. 
um, I won't say I wasn't thinking about her because I was, but I wasn't really processing the emotion that I had because I was just so stuck on my car. But she calls me that Tuesday night and she's like, I haven't heard from you. What's going on? Da, 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 da. And I'm, in my mind at the time, I'm like, it's only been a day. <laughs> I maybe even said that to her, but it was like, I was like, it's only been a day and I'm still thinking about my car or whatever. But we ended up talking that night and talking throughout the week. And by the end of that week, we had decided that this is something that we were going to pursue. And one of the things that really let me know that this was the person for me that she is and was the person for me was I had ended up getting a new car the following week and I had no business getting this car. I really had no business getting this car. My car note was over $600 for this car. But I tell you, I got that car, I think Monday or Tuesday of that, of the following week. And her and I had a, a long conversation that Thursday of her just talking about why I didn't need the car, why I should take it back, why I should get something cheaper, whatever, da, da, da. And I returned to that Friday. And they tried to not take it back, but I returned to that Friday. And I was, again, I'm so distraught <laughs> because I love this, love the new car that I had gotten. But when she walked into the room where I was, like, it was, it felt like nothing but the peace of God had entered the room. And I was like, yo this is weird, but I feel the peace. And this is, this is what I need. This and like, that's what like really helped me to see like, okay, God, this is you in this situation. This is you here. And, um, so we just moved from there. You know, by the end of December, we had committed to getting married. Uh, January, we had booked the venue March. I had proposed to which some people were like, well, why'd you propose if you already booked the venue? Look, it was, it was part of the process <laughs> that May we got married and now it's been almost eight years married. And so remember I told y'all that, um, the event that I had, the sound lounge was important to the timeline. And the reason why it's important is because before my birthday of that year, I had prayed for God to reveal my wife to me by my birthday and my birthday came and went and I just figured the Lord didn't answer my prayer. I wasn't upset. I wasn't mad. I just figured like, oh, okay, you know, well, you know, it is what it is. Um, it wasn't until 2017 that I sat down and really processed and I realized, wait, God, you did answer that way. You just, you didn't answer it in the way I expected you to, but you did indeed answer me. You know, he revealed her to me by allowing me to see her at the event, even though I didn't recognize her, even though, you know, she was there, it, you know, I look at it like she was hidden but she was there. You know, the Lord had her hidden in plain sight for lack of better words. You know, so he definitely answered my prayer and she was my answer prayer and my answer prophecy. Um, in 2015, I was at a Bible study and received the prophetic word that my, that my wife and my kids were on the way. And I wrote that in my email that night. Um, I wrote what was said and I left it in my drafts. And a f that was 2015. A few weeks before the wedding, I'm going through my emails and then I just start crying. And she's like, what's going on? Like, what's wrong? And um, I told her that uh, about the prophetic word that I had received the year before in 2015. And it just so happened that the day that I received the prophetic word was the exact same date that we were getting married in 2016. So it was just like a full circle moment of, of how God moved, you know, so ain't God good. 
<laughs> you know, so that that is my story. That is our well, I say my story. It's not our story because she has to tell her side. But that's my story of how I met my wife, how we became friends, how we got together, and again, here we are almost eight years later. So one day I'll have to have her on the show and um hopefully, you know, you all can hear her side. Hopefully you can hear um, the, the the funniness in it as we st- as we tell the story together but again happy Valentine's Day enjoy your day with whatever you do until next time thank you for tuning in.